You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author, filmmaker, and book devourer, Mallory O'Meara. And I'm Bria Grant, actress, filmmaker, and e-reader. This episode is a very, very special episode. It's our 100th episode, everybody. Holy shit. episodes of Reading Glasses. Wow. And to celebrate, we're going to do a mid-year check-in for the Reading Glasses Challenge. But first, what are you reading, Bria? I just on this special day of days finished a special book on this special day of days. I literally just finished this book, um, which is called Middle Game by Seanan McGuire. Oh, you love you love a good Seanan McGuire. Yes, um, it is described. I'm looking at it online as dark fantasy, fantasy fiction, and contemporary fantasy. And I'd say it's all of those kinds of fantasies. <laughs> it's like a big fantasy <laughs> smoothie. It's a fantasy smoothie. It's um, a tour release. I super loved it. I thought it was a tour release. Maybe it not. is. It is. It's coming up on Macmillan, too, when I search it. Tour is Macmillan. Yep. It's a tour release. It is great. It is, uh, Seanan McGuire wrote the um, Wayward Children series, which I'm a big fan of, but this book is a standalone. It is a big book. Um, but don't let that deter you. Yeah, it's it goes, not a novella. It's like a straight-up fucking novel. Oh, yeah, and, and a big novel, I would say. Like, it's very big. thick. Is it, is it a honkin' book? It's a honkin' book. It's big. It's uh, it's definitely, it's over 500 pages, but I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't Who could say? I don't know. It's I read a, I e-books. I think over 500 qualifies as honkin'. Okay, because I read ebooks, and so I never have a sense. This actually read it in physical form, physical book. Yeah, we got it. They sent us an arc. A, it can, like, you could hit someone with it. It would hurt. Yeah. Like, it's like that size of book. <laughs> um, It's about... It's hard to say too much without giving it away, but it's about um, two children who were born, and it involves alchemy, special powers, the combining of them making special powers, but they're separated on purpose, and then uh, essentially like world domination. But it's (laughs) very good, and it's sort of about like family but also it has all these fantastical things and it's really good and and it plays and it's a a lot of there's some time jumping things that happen in there so oh wow i loved it i could not put it down and you know me it takes me a long time to finish a 500 page book like i it'll take me a while and i got through this really quickly because i thought it was so good uh what are you reading mallory so I am actually, you'd be very proud of me. I'm reading something that I don't normally read. I'm reading a YA fantasy book. Wowee, what is it? Wicked Saints by Emily A. Duncan. I don't even know about it. So I found out about this book because so when I was at the Texas Library Association, people kept coming up to me and going, are you Emily Duncan? <laughs> and I would say, I'm Are not. you? <laughs> I am Mallory O'Mara. And uh, I couldn't figure out why. People were like, oh, she's like a goth girl. She looks exactly like you. And I'd be like, all right, like on the lookout for another heavily tattooed purple haired girl walking around. And then I I was finished with one of my signings and I look over and there's a girl with very different glasses than me, long, dark hair, no tattoos, but she's goth. And I walk up and I was like, are you Emily Duncan? She's like, are you Mallory O'Mara? Because everybody (laughs) thinks that I'm you. (laughs) I don't know. I'm looking at this photo. I'm going to say you guys do look a little bit alike. Y'all look a little bit alike. Not all goth girls look alike, okay, Brie? It's because her photo, her author photo is black and white. Yeah. And so people don't know. And then you do have But if you same... meet her in person. I'm talking oh. about people who kept seeing us in person. Oh, really? At the Texas I Library like Association. If I looked up her photo online and then I saw you because she does have similarly shaped glasses in her author photo. Yes, but I mean people were walking around the Texas Library Association conference thinking that we were the other one. I, I understand what you're saying. But if they'd only yeah. seen the author photo, it's a, it's a genuine mistake. I know. We're all pale goth girls. <laughs> pale white goth chicks but so uh but then we re- like immediately got along so she bought lady from the black lagoon and i bought wicked saints 
So it's amazing so far. It's like extremely goth YA fantasy. It's awesome. It's about this girl. It's very like Slavic mythology, but it's all magic. And it's this girl and she has all these, and she's 17 and she's got like very special powers because when she prays to the gods, they actually bestow powers on her. And she's been like holed up in this monastery for a long time to like keep her safe because there's this big war going on because it's a fucking fantasy novel and you got to have a big war going on. And the other faction does blood magic, which is... Uh, like you're not supposed to do the gods frown on it but then the high priest of the other faction comes to find her because he wants to use her blood for magic and it's pretty intense it's really good so far it's extremely goth it's extremely fun and i really like it (laughs) so that's uh wicked saints by emily a duncan and mine is middle game by sean mcguire Sean's not reading anything new folks we're sorry to say sean's been very sick so if you all you sean fans out there want to send some sean love He's been very sick. He'll appreciate he that. He was coughing up blood like a Victorian woman on a fainting couch. <laughs> 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 All right, so we want to take a moment to share some cool like wheelhouses. We just made fun of Sean for <laughs> coughing up blood. That's a serious problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Sean. Uh, so this week, uh, our, all our listener feedback, we want to, because it's our special 100th episode, we want to share a bunch of cool wheelhouses. Uh, so the first one is Andrew wrote in. Andrew's wheelhouse is very cool. It's railroads. Interested. Pacific Northwest regional history, maps and cartography, geology and linguistics. Andrew is definitely someone's uncle. <laughs> uh, like, like someone, someone who is like, why do I get Uncle Andrew? And they're like, oh, you know, he get him makes a map. like maps and railroads. Get him a, get him a train. <laughs> yep. Yep. For sure. Uh, Colleen, my middle name. Rodin, but it's not me. Although, could be. It could be. Very Funny, similar. weird fantasy or science fiction. Could be me. Assassins, possibly me. Magic schools, are we the same person? Epic world building, strong female leans, woman on a journey. <laughs> Thanks for that, Bria. And space crew. Did I write this email? You could. It could be. Alter, my alter could, ego, Colleen, it could be going by Colleen my middle name. That is you with a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm totally with you on that, Colleen. And then Sophie wrote in with low fantasy YA. Oh, I got it. It's like, it's like, uh, like I, everyday magic. Yeah, or I call not it like, like um, not magical like what, realism. Is yeah, another one not I like what I'm call? reading right now with like lyrics and yeah. And no, blood it's just like if shit. you and I could like, you know, I, if I could make my boobs bigger. Yeah, like something. I was gonna say conjure a cup of coffee, but I feel like that's like almost too big. I don't know. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah, but I feel like it's almost too big. Uh, and then fiction involving boarding schools or summer camps, uh, medical biographies and autobiographies, anything taking place during Prohibition, especially if it's in New York City, historical f- fiction that follows the development of a city, micro history, especially anything food related, anything mm. involving time travel, diaries or autobiographies about unique lives, anything with cute animals, uh, female centered non-romantic fiction that passes the Bechtel test, body positive, body inclusive books and anything involving Greek mythology. Great. So you can always email us at readingglassespodcast.gmail.com. If you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month, sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. And before we talk about our Reading Glasses Challenge check-in, we're going to take a quick break. Bria, with everything going on in the world right now, most of us could use a little more inspiration and optimism in our lives. And we know that can often be found in a good book. I don't even know where else to find it. (laughs) (laughs) and that's why we've been having so much fun watching books that have made history books that can change your life and this video series is a book lover's dream come true professor jay rufus spheres explores his picks for influential classics drawing from his viewpoint as a historian who has ventured into philosophy and ethics and this can only be found through great courses 
Yeah. Who's a sponsor of the show today? Yes, thank you so much. So, good example of stuff you're going to learn in this course. How Gandhi's life was impacted by reading Bhagavad Gita's Song of God each day while he brushed his teeth. So why Mar- Marx's Das Kapital became the educational foundation for half the world. Or why Machiavelli's Little Prince is still the handbook for modern politics. So, Books That Have Made History comes from The Great Courses, which is an educational media company that was started more than 25 years ago to make learning more accessible. They offer over 600 in-depth courses as well as a streaming service, and it's all presented by bright, engaging experts, which is how we like our experts to be. For a limited time, you can purchase the digital copy of Books That Have Made History from The Great Courses for just $44.95. Bria... How much of a savings is that? It's $275 savings. That's a lot of savings. That's a lot. And this incredible offer is only available through our special URL. Order books that have made history for $44.95 now by going to thegreatcourses.com slash glasses. Remember, that's thegreatcourses.com slash glasses. Glasses. Hey, I'm Janet Varney. And like many of you, some more recent than others, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were too, including wonderful women like Alison Brie. I'm dead center on the balance beam. And this is like a big gym. All the kids' parents are there watching. I have to stop, like, you know, when you have to pee so bad and you can't even move. And then I just go. I just pee right in the middle of the high balance beam. (laughs) So join me every week on the JV Club podcast where I speak with complicated, funny, messy humans as we reminisce about our adolescences and how they led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. This week is a very special episode. 100 fucking episodes of Reading Glasses. Wow, you've Can you listened believe to it? so many hours. If you add that up and you listen to all of them and they're all like half an hour each, that means 50 you've listened hours. to so many hours of our... 50 hours? Yeah, that'd be 100, 100 and a half. 100 half hours, good call. 30 hours? 30 hours? No, because it's, ha- it's half of an hour. Half of an hour, and we did so, 100 of them. So it would be 50... I don't know. Hours. Yeah, good call. You're right. But although we've had a, lo- a, lot, a lot of episodes that are longer and we've had some bonus episodes. That's true. So you've listened to over a work week's worth of reading glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Do you regret it? No. Are you having life regrets right now? <laughs> you are not. I, can- I can't believe it. We've been doing this for almost two years. Wow. It's amazing. Two so years of our lives. First off, we can't thank you all enough. The reading glasses community is one of the best things in the world and we think obviously we're a little biased, that we have the best listeners. You folks are amazing. We've got a lot more fun stuff on the way this year, and we're not slowing down anytime soon. And also just a little personal thank you for me. Uh, I am moving right now and things are insane. And I got to say that the extra, the money I got from reading glasses this month really saved my butt. So all the folks who uh, are Max Fund donators and help us out every month, it really, really makes a difference in our lives. And we can't thank you enough for that. And I'm just so proud of this podcast and all the stuff we've done and all the stuff we're going to do. Pretty fucking cool, Bria. Very cool. So, Bria, it's almost June. Almost six months in to the Reading Glasses Reader Challenge for 2019. So, first thing, have you read a translated book yet? I have not. Done with that category. <laughs> I, I see. I thought I you, have not. I thought you read Convenience Store Woman. No, no, because that was year. on my like end of the year stuff that I liked, so it couldn't be this year. Oh yeah. And then I looked through because sometimes I read a translated book and I don't know. This is a problem yeah. with me. But no, I haven't. So this is on my to do list. So if anyone has read one they really enjoyed, send it my way. What about you? Have you read a translated book? 
Uh, I haven't, mm. uh, but I do have some that I am interested in um, reading. Yeah. There's a couple one uh, when we had our friend from the 3%. Yes. He came on and talked about Flowers of Mold. Yeah. Which I really want to read. I do too. They did not have it at the library at the time because I looked it up at the time and it was not available. I th- Well, I think it j- is coming out very soon. Oh, it wasn't available for pre-order maybe. So maybe yeah. I should go back and look. And I also read S- Samantha Schweblin, who wrote Fever Dream, which we both loved. Oh, yeah. Has a new short story collection that came out this year called Mouthful of Birds that's also translated. Oh, gross. Mouthful oh, of birds. Gross. <laughs> and that is, what are they doing in, in there? there? <laughs> are they alive or dead is the important part. Because if you eat a chicken sandwich, you have a mouthful of bird. I guess that's true, but I don't. Neither of us eat chicken sandwiches. Neither of us ever have mouthful of birds. So I, it's supposed to be like a book of like, you know, like Samantha Schwab. And so it's very weird and kind of scary and bizarre. And it's supposed to be really good. Um, So that's, those are two that I think I'm going to read for this one. Ooh, exciting. Okay. Also, uh, so graphic novels. Have you read a graphic novel yet this This year? This is our next one. Um, Yes, I read, I've read a few. Uh, The one I'm going to bring up right now is Prism Stalker by Sloan Leung. Um, super weird science fiction, uh, bizarro, melty worlds. Um, melty the art, worlds. The art is just like really interesting in it, so it really sticks in my mind as like I one I really enjoy. I remember you enjoyed. talking about this. Yeah, I talked about it on the show. Yeah. I, it's very rare I read a book that I don't talk about on the show because I don't really read more than a book a week. So like you'll hear every book you hear today you've already heard about, but let's just do a quick recap of my year. Uh, what about you? What graphic novel? So I'm actually really excited about this reader challenge because I think it actually has helped my reading life this year. Oh. Especially just because between book tour and everything else that's going on, my reading life has been really nuts. Um, so, and I, for the past couple of years, I had kind of gotten off of reading graphic novels, mm. especially because I was buying a lot of them. And graphic novels for me don't have as much bang for my buck. At least if I'm true. reading a trade because it takes me like an hour to read one and it's like $20. Yeah. But the perfect plain book. Yeah. Because you can bring it on a plane, you get through it, it's not super heavy, and you get through it in one plane ride. But that's I, I would need to bring six of them. Oh, well, I mean, if you like a quick plane ride. Like, you're just oh. going to, like... That's where you're going. San Francisco. I guess. And that was, so I like taking on them on planes. Oh, no, they are they are really good traveling, but uh, they are very heavy, as well, I know. If you that's buy, a, like, a hardback. Yeah. It's something that I actually remembered this time, because I'm packing up my library right now to move, and I always do that thing where I pack the graphic novels in the same size box that I pack the books, but they're so much heavier. Yeah, don't do that. And I remembered this time, finally. Except then I got really mad because I packed up all, almost all of my books yesterday, and I realized there was a bunch of books that I wanted to read, so I had to, like, cut open all the things <laughs> and go through and take a bunch of books out and then repack them all. Uh, completely off, off topic. But this, uh, having to do a graphic novel for this reader challenge got me back into reading graphic novels and I think now that my, the new place that I'm moving to I can walk to the library I'm going to start getting a lot more and the library the particular library that I'm going to live near has a great comic selection so yeah. I'm going to start getting a lot of the ones them from do. them from the library read some more comics cool uh but the one that I read for this for the challenge was Emily Carroll's When I Arrived at the Castle mm. so we I loved Emily Carroll's um, other comics anthology Through the Woods which oh. is like horror fantasy folktale comics very creepy very good and her new one is a lot shorter and it's morning it's extremely steamy not for kids very very steamy (laughs) i literally was reading i was like oh so steamy (laughs) wicked steamy it's about a vampire hunter who goes like a piece of ice down your shirt and like 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 steam comes out (laughs) (laughs) like i pull my collar back a little bit and a bunch of steam steam comes up uh it's about a vampire hunter who goes to 
kill this lady. She's a female vampire hunter who goes to kill this female vampire at this castle. And some seduction happens. Oh. And it is very, very. Who's seducing who? <laughs> who can say? I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything. That's, but a, that's the question in like a, in any kind of, like, I feel like normally we're talking about like murder books. I'm like, who's murdering who? But this is more like, who's seducing who? Who's doing the seducing here? <laughs> who's doing the, sedu- who's the seducer? Who's the, <laughs> it's extremely horny, but it's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, really cool art. And I loved it. I read it. I inhaled it. So that's uh, Emily Carroll's When I Arrived at the Castle. <laughs> Extremely horny, says Mallory O'Mara. <laughs> Very, I, I want to start blurbing books like that. Very, nine on the horny scale. <laughs> so what about nonfiction that we don't know anything about? Literally, I went through and I was like, most nonfiction I read, I know nothing about. <laughs> like, there's very few subjects I would say I'm an expert on unless someone wrote say. a biography about me and I'd be like, yes, I know a lot about her. <laughs> I think you're an expert on a lot of things. (laughs) Writing, filmmaking, I don't think I'm an expert on any of these things. Taking care of a dog. When people are like, would you teach a class about this? I'm always like, why would I do that? I don't know anything. But that's just me like, I... By the way, I'm sure, like, because of that, I'm going to teach a class about yep. something next month, and people are going to quote Bria. I know nothing. Um, <laughs> and vegan baking. Uh, God, I don't feel like I'm... Making candles. All right, fine. Crafting. There's a few things I could write. It. Snacking. What I read about for this is... <laughs> uh, the one I'm picking out is that book, Working Stiff, because I've suggested it to a few people since. Um, it's about a, the med- one about a medical examiner. You also read it. Yes. I think you suggested it to me. Yeah, I did the audiobook. Um, oh, yeah. And it's I knew nothing about being a medical examiner, obviously. I learned a lot. She's also um, a medical examiner in New York during 9-11, so that was interesting. But only, like, maybe a tenth of the book is about that. The rest of the book is about the day-to-day life of a medical examiner. And literally the first few chapters, she walks you through how to do an autopsy, and it is gross. Yeah. So, like, if you are not... Ready for that? Like, she goes through it. She's like, and then you pull out the liver, and it's like, what the? Oh, you remember you're... that scene where she gets the hedge clippers? Oh, man. There's so many things about it that you're like, wow, human body is disgusting. And yep. and also, like, really fascinating. Yep. So that one I really liked reading. I've read a few nonfiction books that would count for this, but uh, that one I feel like is a one I want to bring up. What about you? So you know that I love, this one was easy for me because I love reading nonfiction about stuff I don't know anything. I like specifically yeah. look for nonfiction I don't know anything about, especially biographies and memoirs. So I listened to an audiobook called Real Queer America by Samantha Allen. And it's all about, Samantha Allen is a trans woman. She's a activist, journalist, author, And she did this road trip. She grew up in L.A., but kind of grew up all over the country. And or she was born in L.A., kind of grew up all over the country. And she did this road trip through all these red states to look at like what being like what queer life is like in red states. Oh, cool. It's like after Trump got elected, everyone like everyone in major cities wanted to like move to Canada. And she's like, well, but what about all the people who are still there are like the red red states aren't completely filled with garbage people. You know, there are still lots of amazing people who live there and a lot of amazing queer people who are doing really good and important work who aren't giving up on this country. Yeah. So she goes through. Through, like she looks at this at the trans and queer community in in Utah with the Mormons oh, and like in Indiana and Arkansas and Florida and Texas and like it it was amazing and really eye opening and like I haven't spent a lot of time in the South I grew up in New England um, so it's not really something I know a lot about but it was amazing and it was a great audiobook oh great I love that so what about short stories in a collection or an anthology. Um, yeah, I read, I I have actually a few I want to read in the short story collection world because I haven't, I don't read them often, but then when I do, I'm like, 
I don't regret that. Like, I really, like, enjoy yeah. them. The one I had, I did recently read, and people know if they listen to the show, I read Her Body and Other Parties, uh, which you love also. And it's great for me because I love a short story collection that is, like, fantastical. Yeah, Carmen Maria Machado. I'm excited because she has an autobiographical novel coming out. Oh, cool. Dreams. Dreams in the something. Dreams in the house or something dreams. I think the things I like about short story collections are they need to have like a sci-fi or a fantastical element, obviously. And also, I like when the stories are kind of short. And I think there's a few that fit the bill on this where I can get through them like before I go to sleep at night, I can read a full story. That like makes me really feel, it really checks off some boxes in my brain, which, you know, I like. Yes. So it's in yeah. the dream house. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. So it's I a memoir that's that also a novel. She, yeah, I really loved Her Body and Other Parties. To fulfill this, I think you and I both could suggest this for people who are looking to fulfill that, that check that box on the reading sure. classes. Um, it's fantastic. What about, what about you? Did you read a short story collection yet? Yes, and this one's a little bit of a cheat because it's not out yet. Oh. Uh, but it's, we, Paul Tremblay sent us an arc of growing things. How have you not given that to me? I tried to. And where was I? I said, said no? You, yes. Why would I say no? I don't know. I'll give it to you. I, I Was it. I just somewhere where I felt like I was going to lose it? Maybe. That's what happens to me. Someone tries to give me something I in think public. You were really, like, don't maybe give it was that really to me. right before you left for something. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take I stuff on you take it now. Because, so, it is Short Stories by Paul Tremblay, who is one of our Reading Glasses favorites, and it is, I think it's going to be the best short story collection I read for the entire year. Oh, exciting. It's incredible. It's so scary. It's so good. There, if you are a Headful of Ghosts fan, there's a story about the two main characters from Headful of Ghosts in there. That's actually what, it's the growing thing story from that, and I loved it. Like, I absolutely inhaled it. All the stories are wicked good. There's, like, it's cool because it's, if you, like, um, if you like Ghost Summer by Tanana do uh, her, that, like, if you like short story collections that are, like, I, that are horror and, like, a bunch of different kinds of horror, like, this has, you know, a lot of psychological horror. It has, like, a big monster story that might not be a big monster story. This, ha- like, it's, it has a bunch of different kinds of horror in it. So it's just, like, a horror Whitman sampler. No, oh, nice. a Tremblay sampler. A Tremblay, Tremblay sampler. <laughs> and it's delicious. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and so what about a book by a trans author? Yeah, so that's the last one we have. That's the last of our five. Um, I read Gumballs by Aaron Nations. And you read the new Charlie Jane Anders, right? Um, Yeah, I did. I did. But if people are looking, I was going to suggest this one because it counts as two because it's a graphic novel. Ah. And it's also um, And it's also by a trans author. My cousin suggested it to me. Um, I'm all about counting things in two categories. So if you're looking to knock off two off your list, I think this is a great one. You can buy it online. It'll come to your house. It'll come to your house like it walks through the door. Yeah, it's like, hello. Um, <laughs> it's sort of just a quick, like, glam, glamps, glimpse or glance into glamps. the life, a glimpse of a trans person and just sort of a person living in the Pacific Northwest, which I think has its own specific culture. I talked about it yeah, a little bit sure. on the show. Andrew, um, has, uh, one of the wheelhouses specifically likes Pacific Andrew, Northwest history. pick it up. If you're looking to check this one off, you haven't checked this off yet, it would fall into two categories. It's really cute. It's very, like... Um, I feel like there was a time in the late 90s where there were a lot of zines where people were just like, here's the thing that happened to me today in my life. And it was a bunch of people in like the punk punk rock scene and they would just write a zine and they were like, today I watched this movie. Today this weird thing happened to me. And sometimes they were like, you know, comics, but sometimes it was just stories. And this really fell into that like sort of like late 90s 
zine era feeling for me, which may, I may be the only person who knows what I'm talking about right you now. You know this, definitely, <laughs> especially in the Pacific Northwest, it's definitely a thing. Yeah, for sure. Zines and this, as far as the eye can see. It's just like you walk in, you actually get off the airplane, they hand you a zine when you, you, can, when you <laughs> go to Portland. They're like, here's they're like, some flannel here's and a zine. zine. Um, but yeah, I, so we've kind of, it's not a zine, it's a, it's a graphic novel, but it had that feeling to me and I think it's totally great. Um, what about you? What? How did did you feel fulfill the last one? Yes, and I so I I pre ordered or I bought the one that I had talked about before when we were originally did a episode about doing this, uh, which was I'm Afraid of Men by Vivek Shreya, which is a very sm- I didn't realize it was so small. It's a oh. very small book. I like a small book. It's very it's a Bria sized book. <laughs> and it fits me. It's <laughs> same size as me. Yeah. Very, and it, so it's a memoir. So Vivek Shreya is a trans woman and it's her examination of like toxic masculinity and how it affected her before she transitioned and how it affected her after she transitioned and like how she still deals with it internally and how it still affects her externally Mm. and it's so fucking good i read it i mean i say i read it in one sitting but it is very small not very easy book to read in one sitting i read it at a i took it on some book book tour stop and read it in an airport and it's just incredible her writing is really really good and she's also a musician so she's just like one of those incredible like multi-talented people um and i think they're also a journalist and like write stuff online too um so that's i'm afraid of men by vivek shreya so this is interesting so we both owe a translated book Yes. So I would. So we're gonna at least do like we'll do more um, episodes just to help everyone fulfill these topics as the year goes on. Um, we've already done a few, but like we'll we'll definitely do some more. Um, but I think we definitely owe another translated book episode yep. where we can talk more about translated books and maybe the one we we pick to read. Yeah. Why don't we Why don't we do that? So we'll. Um, and it also, if listeners have any suggestions for. Uh, translated books or you want to tell us how you're doing on your Reading Glasses Challenge, you can send them to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break and then resume our special Reading Glasses Challenge episode. Bria, you know we love a good book event. We do love a great book event. And BookCon is a celebration of books happening June 1st and 2nd in New York City. Yeah, BookCon is jam-packed with authors you know and love and new ones to discover. So you can hear from and meet authors including Jenny Han, John Green, our pal Paul Tremblay, Elizabeth Acevedo, Holly Black, Nicola Yoon, Tegan and Sarah, and more. Wow. Meet up with other book lovers and explore our show floor packed with bookish goods and Instagrammable moments. You know you want to have some cool bookstagram moments at BookCon. Yeah, and if you go, please tag us and let us know that you went and make sure that you use our special URL to get your tickets. Yeah, so you can get the tickets now at bookcon2019.com slash reading glasses. So if you're in New York City and you want to go get some books signed, hear some cool author talks, meet some book friends, buy some cool book stuff, get arcs of things, this is the cool place to go. BookCon is super fun. We both wish we could be there. So that's bookcon2019.com slash reading glasses. Hi, everybody. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Me and 3,000 of your closest friends just found your next podcast obsession. Cereal! Okay, but like the second best podcast. Oh, f- just listen to my brother, my brother, and me on MaximumFun.org. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you.
Okay, Bria. So now we're in the second half of the Reading Glasses Reader Challenge. The first half was like types of books. And the second half is very special because it's all types of activities. Right. How are we doing? How are you doing on the first one? So the first one is get or renew your library card and then post about it. Well, obviously I have a library card because I do it. I do like I literally use my library card twice, two, two to three times a week, if not more. But I haven't posted about it. Okay, so why don't— And you don't have to renew it. LA, you it automatically renews. Yes. So but I could it, just post about it. Should I do it right now on the show? Should I re- post about, about it? No, let's then, do it. Let's do it when this episode comes out. Okay. Which is, I guess, this week. It is—yeah, we're recording this, like, very soon. Episode comes out in, like, two days. Yes. Yeah, so so this, I will do it then. This one's easy for us. It's, yeah, it's so funny. I literally use my library card every single day. So when I was at the Burke, uh, the, ba- the Bay Area Book Festival a couple of weeks ago, I got to see our friend Adam from Professional Book Nerds who oh, yeah. works at Overdrive. And he was at the Libby booth. And I felt, like, felt ridiculous because people kept walking by and I wanted to be like, I use this every day. I love Libby. <laughs> like, oh, I have a Libby pin for you from Adam. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. I think I forgot it, though. That's okay. But I have it for you. Great. But yeah, we are but we are both like it's funny I on this book tour I keep talking here meeting reading glasses fans and they're like we started using the library because of you guys that's great like we are so that reading glasses library bump yeah <laughs> I mean we we love it and like uh so we'll when this episode comes out we'll both post about our library cards yeah I have to find mine because I usually use it online so I don't know where it is but I will find it I, have I, find I got it. it on my fucking key ring like a gunslinger uh, I wonder if I have mine on there I don't think so so what about the next one? So pre-order a book or request it from the library. Well, this is obviously easy because I, I do this every week. Um, I recommend books every single week because I always want to be the first on the list <laughs> for them. Um, I'm elbowing you, people out of the way. I'll tell you what I did this week. How about that? Well, I, was, I always do it while I'm editing the podcast. I go and recommend my books. We call it recommending through my library when you do it through Overdrive. Um, I recommended The Games House by Claire North because I love her and I love Claire North's writing, and I recommended The Farm by Joanne Ramos because uh, many people are talking about it. Ooh. Seems perfectly, it's like sci-fi weird stuff. Um, I would suggest if you're looking for something to recommend or pre-order, recommend those because I pre-ordered them. I will be at the top of those lists. I will be some of the first people on uh, getting those books. I'm just imagining the Pokemon theme song. Like, what is what? I want to be the very best. Oh, oh, that too. <laughs> Collect them all. <laughs> Bria is a is a library card master. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> so I already talked about how before when we did this episode where I, I had pre-ordered the new Lindy West, but I do pre-order a lot. And the one that I just did recently. So Bryn Greenwood came out with a book a couple of years ago that I think I talked about on the show that I um, have was I'm super obsessed with and like hit me right in all of my emotions called All the Ugly and Wonderful Things. And made me like hysterically ugly cry for an hour. And I loved it so much. It's one of my favorite books I've ever read. And she has a new book coming out this summer. So I pre-ordered the fuck out of that as soon as soon as it. So uh, one one of my great pre-order uh, radars, I mean, you know, I listen to a lot of book podcasts and I have a lot of book newsletters. But our my friend Liberty Hardy, I check her Instagram. And as soon as she gets new arcs, I'm like, oh, got to get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't follow her on Instagram. Oh, my God. you got to follow Liberty. Do you know I have an app limiter now where I can only be on Instagram for 15 minutes? a day. Can I get that? No, wait. I did. Yeah, it's on your iPhone. It's built into your iPhone. I'll show you. You go to screen time oh and then you go to app limits and you can plus press the social media ones. Oh, wait. No, I think I have it set for 20 minutes. And 
20 minutes is not long. Like, I, by, by 10 a.m., I'm totally can't be on Instagram anymore. So then I have to, because then you have to say, okay, give me 15 more minutes. You have to, like, ask it. And it's so embarrassing. <laughs> it's <laughs> just you, your iPhone, iPhone judging you. They're like, you need another 15? You didn't finish everything you need to do over on Twitter? Like, you're still looking at cat photos on Instagram? Because yeah, sometimes I am just looking at cat photos or dog photos because I follow so many, so many rescues. Uh, and I'm, like, supposed to be writing. And then I just look down and it's like, you need another 15? I'm like, no, I don't need another 15. But I do want to want another 15. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. Anyway, I'll show you. It's very easy to do. Wow. I'll, yeah. I'll put the instructions in our show notes because yeah. it is, I, someone put it on Instagram and then I did it. That's incredible. But it's literally, you just go to screen time and then there's like an app limiter and you press social media and you wow. limit the amount of time. It's fantastic. That's incredible. Yeah. So I don't follow her, but honestly, I don't see much on there anymore right now at this moment because I've limited my time so much. Wow. So I'm trying to get through a new script. Um, okay. What about the next one? Okay. Join, did you join a book club online or in person for just one book? I didn't. So hold on. Why don't you talk about yours? Because I have. A, I had an idea last night. I was texting oh, yeah. you last night. I had okay, an idea okay, for okay. this. I didn't either. I'm in a book club, though. Does that count? No, it doesn't. It, no, yes, it does. Okay. It totally counts. Oh, it does count. Um, I don't get to go very much because of our scheduling issues, but I've gotten to go twice this year, which that's a lot for me. It's a once-a-month book club, so two out of, what, six times or something? Yeah. Um, we just read Horror Store by Grady Hendrix. I had already read it. I read it last year, so I actually didn't do a reread. I just went and joined the conversation, which I think was fine. Yeah, Chelsea Peters runs an incredible book club. Yeah, it's great. I, it's really, it's very great. Um, and she does a really good job, and I think I'm talking about that in one of our later episodes. But um, yeah, I uh, I was thinking about doing an online one. I wanted to do Sword and Laser, but then I didn't do it on time. But uh, yeah, I think that that's a fun one to do as well. But you had an idea for this. Go. <coughs> yeah, uh, I'm still working on this one, and I was thinking, why don't we do a Reading Glasses Big Summer Read, and at the end of the summer, we'll do a, a live, like, we'll do a book club, a live stream book club. I love this idea. I think we should totally do we it. We could pick a translated book. We could pick a translated book, so we and I get to check that box. Other people can check the box. I think we should take suggestions, suggestions from the audience. So this, <laughs> so this week, this is one of the rare Reading Glasses episodes where we're actually recording the week it comes out. Normally yeah. we record like three years in advance. Yeah. But so if you have, if you're listening to this episode and we're, we're going to pick it by the end of, by the end of the month. Yeah. So if you have a suggested for suggestion for a translated book for the big Reading Glasses summer read, email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com or you could tweet it at us, but it's honestly also sidebar, folks. If you have something to tell us, it's the best way to do it is email it. Yeah, for we, sure. I don't check our, away. I do not check our Instagram DMs. I do our our DMs are not open on Twitter. And if you tweet it at us, there's a good chance that we won't see it. So just email it to us. So yeah, if, I think this is really exciting. So a translated book. Let's try to do a paperback so it's affordable. So yes. like, like if you're gonna suggest one, like do one that's already in, that's in paperback and one that you called me out on that. Last I night. Mallory suggested one that hadn't come out yet, and I was like, let's do a one that is a going to come out sooner and also is in paperback because we want it to be affordable. There's a book that's coming out June fourth called "On or On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous" by Ocean Vuong and. I he wrote one of my favorite short story collections of all time, and I'm super excited for his novel. And Bria was like, "Mallory, that's out in hardback." I'm like, oh, "Yeah, right." And fine. also, if you're getting it from the library and you get a new book, it's going to take eight yeah. weeks to get it, so you it's won't true. have it in time. So let's do one that like okay. people can actually get. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So let's do that. Okay. All right. So what about sending a favorite author a tweet or an email telling how you telling them how much you love their work? Well, I haven't done this. You got to do it. I know. It's really weird. And I was talking to you before we went on the air where I was like, I love Sean and McGuire. You think Sean and McGuire come on the show? And like, I should just tweet out, 
Because also, like, it would just be nice to be like, loved this new book, so yeah. people should read it. Love you, because I've read so yeah, many you of should, her books. You could do that, like, today. You can I know. ask your iPhone for an extra couple of minutes. And, just uh, one more minute. I think I'm already through all my minutes, and it's only, it's not even 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I have done this, but I kind of cheated because I've done it with my friends. No, you got to do a stranger. Because I did it with Paul with Growing Things, and no. then my really good friend, Sarah Gailey, uh, their book, Magic for Liars, which comes out June 4th, and we're going to have them on the show is one of my favorite books of the year and I immediately texted them. I was like, oh my God, I read the whole novel in one sitting, but I need to do this with someone I don't know. Yeah, in like a public way too. So why don't, this week, why don't we do that too? Why don't we tweet about an author that we really like that we don't know? Okay, good idea. And so how about incorporating reading into one of your favorite activities, Bria? I mean, here's the thing. I'm a positive person. Most activities are my favorite. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You are like your dog birthday party. Literally, I like a lot of things. My friend this morning called it Radical positivity, uh, which I was like, that's, that's a little bit. That's it's extremely you. But sometimes I'm radical negativity, so who could say? Um, I finished a book laying in bed the other morning. That was great. Uh, the other night I brought a book to a bar because I was waiting for some people. That was great. These are two things that I enjoy. Yeah. I think these are things that count. What about you? Uh, well, this has not been a very relaxing activity uh, or year for me because I've just been... I've been on book tour forever. Uh, but next week, I am going to head up to a cabin that I booked for a week because it's the only week I have off the entire this entire year so far. And I think I'm going to go do a, the old hike and read. Hike and read. Yeah. You're going to read while you walk on a hike? I can see you doing that and being a fucking disaster. Yeah, walking You're like straight walking. off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you like look down like a cartoon <laughs> and there's no bottom below yeah. you and it's yeah. just like you fall all of a sudden. Yes. Uh, well, because I that, that was the reason why I had to unpack all the boxes because I'm bringing a stack because I don't travel with hardcover books but there's been all right. these hardcover releases this year that I've wanted to read but I'm constantly on planes this year so I can't read them. But in so a I, car, you can put as many as you want. Well, I'm saving them up for the cabin so it's like Gingerbread by Helen Oyeyemi oh, I really, yeah. really want to read. Jeff Zentner's new book, uh, Raina Delilah's Midnight Matinee. So I have the stack of hardcover book so I'm going to bring them to the cabin hang out in the cabin hike up someplace read while I'm there and have a snack and then hike back it's going to be great what a dream it's going to be great Um, so the only things we have to do are send a favorite author a tweet or an email telling you telling them how much we love their work we have to have to do the book club Uh, we have to read a translated book and I think and we have to post about our library cards we're doing good yeah we're doing great so uh, send your mid-year Reading Glasses Challenge check-ins to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. We really want to hear everything that's going on for you. Uh, and also, our audio outro this week is from Libby. Uh, it's from Neil Gaiman's The Ocean at the End of the Lane. Great fucking pick. Yeah, and feel free to send us your audio outros. I'm trying to now put them in our outlines and know which ones are coming up, so that way we can give you a shout-out. And if you want your name shouted out differently, let us know. But this one is from Libby, Ocean at the End of the Lane. And as always, we want to thank Danielle and Kathy, who are on our Facebook group, and Chrissy and Rachel, who moderate our Goodreads page. Remember that you could buy Reading Glasses tote bags and shirts and bookmarks in the Maximum Fun store. There's a link in the show notes. You can show off your love of reading and help support the show. It really makes a difference for us. And if you like the show but don't want to spend money, you can rate and review us on iTunes and do us a huge favor. It's great for us. It helps us reach more listeners, helps us get bigger guests. It makes us feel pretty good. We're on the way to 700, which is pretty exciting. Uh, You can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at readinggpodcast, on Instagram at readingglassespodcast. You can always follow along on our bookish adventures using the general hashtag readingglassespodcast podcast thanks for listening and thanks for reading i'm sorry said letty we were walking beneath a canopy of apple blossom then and the world smelled like honey that's the trouble with living things don't last very long kittens one day old cats the next and then just memories and the memories fade and blend and smudge together excerpt from the ocean at the end of the lane 
by Neil Gaiman. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.